Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Chapter 14, Declaration You can't be serious, I said Wednesday afternoon. You've completely lost your mind. Say whatever you like about me, Alice answered. The party is still on. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Argy. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. Okay, Julia, before a 30-second recap, Alice in this opening says, you only graduate high school for the first time once, which reminds us that Bella, like all the Collins, is going to be stuck in an infinite loop of going to high school. What do you think that she should do to make high school more fun? Because I think the Collins are doing it wrong. They're sitting there like not eating. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat lunchroom food either, but that's like all they're doing. (laughs) I think maybe like a catch me if you can situation where either Bella or Edward pretends to be the teacher and like sees if they can get away with it just to spice things up a little. Oh, I love that move. Like first day of school, just go to the front and start teaching and have the teacher walk in and be like, oh, oh, am I in the wrong room? And like leave. I mean, Edward is actually like 197 or whatever. So he has a lot of knowledge. I have a real fantasy for that teacher, too, who walks in and is like, I guess this isn't my classroom, that they like move to Bali, but still get the checks. It works for both of them. We know Edward (laughs) loves bribery. He would happily pretend to teach the class and just forward that like $45,000 a year over to Bali. (laughs) What about you? What do you think? I have a couple of thoughts about options. I think one is that like she should secretly run like a Hunger Games situation where like people don't know, but she's pitting people against each other. Do they kill each other? And if so, how would it remain secret? <laughs> I don't think they kill each other. They like high school kill each other. She's like getting people to be really mean to each other. And I think she has a couple of people in on it with her and they're betting like fantasy football. But like who's going to rise to be the queen bee of the school? Like I think she should run some sort of gambling racket where she's like betting on people's drama. I mean, some high schools, ha- do you know the game Assassin? Some high schools do that. With Nerf guns. Right. But like, I want it to be much more insidious and like scarring. Oh, good. 
I'm here shelling for the therapy industry, for big therapy. <laughs> big therapy. <laughs> the other thing I think that she should do is like decide on a new look every year and like really confuse people. Like go super goth one year and then come back and be like, I'm the queen bee and wear like short skirts and lots of makeup and like really change her style. Maybe even on a monthly basis. I don't know why I'm going annual. Yeah. No, I, I love that idea too. A little makeover every month. We love a makeover montage. Okay, Julia, are you ready to recap and tell everybody what happened in this chapter? I am. There's really only one thing that happens in this chapter, but it's a doozy. Yeah, I'll get to that. It's the last line, so I have a lot to recap before we get there. On your mark, get set, go. So the graduation party is on and 65 people are invited, but not Renee and Phil because Phil broke his thigh bone sliding in baseball and Renee has to care for him. Um... Edward is going hunting. They are going to attack the vampires in Seattle. You can eat human blood only makes you marginally stronger, but they're not going to eat human blood. They're going to stick to hopefully big game. Um, She goes to a push. Jacob takes a nap and then he confesses his love for her. Wow. You almost didn't make it to the thing. (laughs) It was a nail biter. I want people to be surprised. (laughs) Shock. Jacob has a thing for Bella. Who would have guessed? (laughs) Okay, count me in. Three, two, one, go. So because Edward is going to go hunting, he's like worried about what Bella's going to do. And she's he's like, Emmett will watch you. And she's like, I don't want that. Can I please just go to Jacob? And so they go and Edward and Jacob at like carpool drop off are like communicate without communicating. And Edward is like, Jacob will tell you. And then um, Bella goes to Jacob's house and Billy isn't there because he's moving in on Sue Clearwater, which is not what I thought was going to happen. Jacob falls asleep. He wakes up and he's like, ah, I wasted the whole day. I was supposed to be telling you I'm in love with you. Good work. It was a real team effort. You had done all the hard work. So I was able to sort of lazily paint in the details. Yeah, it was allowed to sort of meander through the beautiful forest that is a chapter of Eclipse. Do 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 breaking news. Okay. Well, my first piece is something you touched on in the recap. It's that Sue is quote unquote lonely and Billy is spending all his time there. It's like, is Charlie there too? What is going on? Well, there is nothing actually in the text that implies that Charlie is moving in on Sue. That is just something that I guessed a long, long time ago and you told me happens. So now I think you're lying to me so that I can publicly embarrass myself in front of all of our listeners and Billy and Sue get together. Wow. Vanessa, this podcast isn't The Hunger Games. Like, (laughs) just eclipse this. Yeah, it also, that moment was also interesting because Bella's like, Billy isn't here. Oh, I sort of thought he was like a piece of furniture here. Yeah. I didn't know Billy left the house, which I found really insulting. (laughs) I was like, you know he leaves the house. You have seen him at your house. He comes over. But yes, I think it's fascinating what's going on in Sue Clearwater's house. (laughs) Next week on One Tree La Push. My other piece of breaking news is that the magnet imagery is back. I think she must have (laughs) forgot she had already made that point earlier when she was like, the magnets had fallen from her fridge and she was trying to make them kiss. Like she was a five-year-old figuring out how magnets work. She does it again. She's like, oh, Jacob and Edward are like two magnets that can't make smooch. It's very sad for her. I wish I could pick them up like my dolls and just make (laughs) them go, I love you. No, I love you. 
I mean, it speaks to Hannah McGregor's point of homoerotic triangulation that's going on here. Bella is orchestrating their making out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the literal puppet master of these two dolls. Did you have any breaking news? Yeah, just one piece, which is that Alice didn't invite Jacob to the party, which I find really weird. Bella has one friend, two friends, Angela and Jacob. And like, that's it. And it's not like Alice doesn't know about Jacob. Alice is like, oh, you smell whenever she hangs out with Jacob. She, like of all people, knows how close Bella and Jacob are. So I think it's pretty shitty that Alice doesn't invite Bella's best slash one of two friends. Yeah, I mean, no wonder Bella's so confused about what 65 people are going to attend the party when her best friend was not invited. It's like, where yeah. is she pulling these people from the streets? Like, literally, who are the 65 people? Is this like a rich kid's bar mitzvah where it's like all about like business networking for the dad? Like, is Carlisle inviting people from the hospital? Like, who is this party for? Maybe Ben's family is like 20 kids and counting. You think the Cheneys are coming? <laughs> yeah. You think Angela isn't having her own graduation party, but like all of those envelopes they addressed, all of those people are also invited to the party. Alice had snuck in and just changed all of the invitations to Bella's party. I still think it's weird that Alice didn't invite Jacob, but that makes more sense as to who the 65 people are. Did you have any genuine enjoyment in the chapter? I did. I loved when they were like hanging out on the couch and like Jacob falls asleep and then is like chatting and like Bella's watching TV and she like a little bit wants Jacob to sleep, but also doesn't care if she wakes him. Like she turns up the volume on the TV, even though he's asleep. It was just like two good friends hanging and like, I want that for Bella. So I was like really happy. And then the other one is, like, even though Jacob totally ruins the, like, BFF hanging vibe by proclaiming his love, I do love explicit communication. So I love his little speech about, like, I know that you sort of know, I know you're not going to pick me, but I had to say it once. I'm glad that you brought it up because I was really curious about what your take on the declaration would be. I liked it, but the cut to black makes it seem... Like, it's about to go south. <laughs> yeah, I have mixed feelings about it. I think it's a little shitty to, like, move in on someone who's in a committed relationship. I think he walks the line of ethical. Yeah, I think the only thing that you said that I don't totally agree with is the fact that it, he's just said it once. Like, I feel like they had this conversation at the movie theater where he was like, I'm in love with you. Why don't you love me? And she was like, oh, I'm never going to love you. Stop holding my hand. So... I'm not even convinced this will be the last time. <laughs> I will like it less in retrospect if this isn't the last time. I will give him the reprieve on one last time. Things have changed. He's become a werewolf since then. Edward is back. Like a lot has changed. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I want to say it one more time. But if he says it one more time after this, I will officially find not only that next proclamation annoying, but this one retroactively annoying. Yeah. Good, good, fair. Yeah, what about you? What was your moment of genuine enjoyment? I really liked when Jacob took a nap. I love napping and I'm glad to see it represented in literature. And I feel like people should be able to nap when their close friends are over. Like, I feel that people should just be able to sleep when they need, regardless of the company. <laughs> oh, I completely agree, which is why dog is man's best friend, because dogs are like, we're best friends, so I get to nap. 
And maybe that's why Jacob is napping. It's his part dogness. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you have a piece of advice, Vanessa? My first piece of advice is to Bella. So while they're on the couch together, Jacob and Bella, they touch for a minute. And it becomes so hot to touch Jacob. It's like almost burning her. Like it is sweltering to touch him. And my advice to Bella as a woman in STEM is to try to harness wolf energy for like heat. I think we have like an environmental apocalypse coming. And this seems like an excess amount of energy that all the werewolves have. And so I really think that Bella should be thinking about ways to like divert the body heat of the werewolves. Maybe while they're asleep, like hook them up to something so that their heat can like create steam, which like moves a fan. I don't know. I just think that there's like a real opportunity here. And I was an English major. It's not for me, but. Well, based on your description of the steam and the fan, I was wondering if you had an engineering background. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I told you, no, I don't. I know I sound like an engineer, but no. This is only tangentially related, but we hear that she's having trouble in calculus class. So it's like, will she be able to build this machine if she cannot do her derivatives and integrals? Well, she's going to go to high school again. She can learn that next time. Yeah. We've been saying for a while that we want the Collins to like get behind a worthy cause. And I think that there's some sort of symbiotic relationship here. I mean, even just powering a stove, Emily could cook the eggs on Sam's hot hand. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or on his hot, hot abs. Sure. Yeah, I love the idea of the werewolves being hot plates. (laughs) (laughs) And that then being a nickname that you can call them. Hey, hot plates. Okay, Julia, what's your first piece of advice? I have advice for Edward. I'm back on the giving advice to Edward train. Edward needs to tell Bella what Jacob is planning to do. (laughs) Like, if someone did this to me, I would lose my mind. I need to be amply warned before any kind of surprise, large announcement, minor announcement. Like, he has information that he needs to share. You don't think that it would be disrespectful to Jacob? I mean, I don't care. That's not my concern here. Edward's allegiance is to his girlfriend, his girlfriend's safety, his girlfriend's mental well-being. He doesn't need to give, like, another man a fair chance at his girlfriend's hand. Like, be like, hey, Bella, he's about to be like, I love you, so you should probably nip that in the bud. Can I ask you a question about that? People who like to be warned about surprises. 
when I warn you about the surprise, wasn't that a surprise? I like to tell people about presents before the physical present arrives. And my mom's like, you've ruined the surprise. And I'm like, no, the surprise was right now when I was like, you're going to get a cat. Yeah, but she's able to manage the situation when it comes up. You know, like if you were like, mom, I bought you an elephant and like it's coming, (laughs) it's coming in three days. Like she would be able to get a pen for it as opposed to the elephant just arriving. She's like, oh, what the hell am I going to do now? Why'd you buy me an elephant? I also definitely thought you meant like a writing implement pen. And I was like, so that the elephant can be helpful as the house bookkeeper? And use its trunk to like take phone messages? But I get it. Like a pen to keep the elephant. Uh, Okay. I learned so much on this podcast. Do you have a second piece of advice? I do. Alice needs needs to open a party planning business because she keeps like forcing parties on people who don't want them. And so just plan parties for people who want them. They will pay you to do it. You seem to love this. You can do it for charities and stuff too. But like stop foisting parties on people who don't want them and just do them for people who want them. But Vanessa, need I remind you of the Bella's 18th birthday paper cut party apocalypse situation? Yeah, I actually think that Alice will be better at planning parties where there are like no vampires there. Got it. And in theory, although I don't believe this, Alice would be able to see any catastrophes coming from ahead of time. Like never at one of Alice's weddings would someone get stood up at the altar because she would like see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She would know that someone at the Sweet 16 was going to bring a an elephant is a gift. And so she would make sure to have a lot of pens around. You know, I'm just imagining Alice being like ruthless with like a 100% non-refundable deposit. Because like she sees the events coming and she's like, and you're not getting your money back. Best of luck. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you're not making it to your 16th birthday. (laughs) And like Alice is also graduating. Just throw yourself a graduation party. Yeah. Throw a, a solstice party. What about you? What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is for Bella. I think she and Edward need to elope. In this chapter, we find out that really the only reason she's not marrying Edward is because she's worried about telling other people. And let me introduce Bella to the concept of eloping in which you just go get married. And it's not a big deal. And you don't have to tell people if you don't want to. But then you could be a vampire. You could be a wife. All your dreams could come true. So you're not just saying elope. You're saying come back and tell no one that you got married. Yeah, if that's the only reason she doesn't want to get married, she doesn't have to tell people. Don't you think Edward would be really hurt by that, that she wants him to be her secret husband? Like if I had someone in my life and they they were like, I have a boyfriend, but I have to keep it a secret. I'd be like, you can do better. I mean, Edward's reasoning for getting married is he's afraid that he'll ruin Bella's eternal life. Not that he wants everyone to know that he's like, you know, hitched for good to this hot 18 year old. So God knows. And that seems to be what's important to him. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I was projecting. I would be really hurt if someone was like, I'll marry you, but it has to be a secret. So for this week's competition, Julia and I are going to be competing on something that we are calling Love by Design, in which we are each given the opportunity to design the way in which we think Jacob should have told Bella that he loves her. And so we will 
each describe for you a way in which we believe that Jacob should confess his true love. And then you will vote on Instagram as to who came up with a more romantic and convincing version of this. Julia, what have you got? How should Jacob tell Bella? I um, did an ample amount of internet research onto most extravagant proposals that are out there. I was not impressed by, I would say, 95% of them. It just was not doing it for me. But the one that I found really interesting, engaging, one could say, was... (laughs) Thank you. Was a proposal in which Tom Hanks was involved. Whoa. They just proposed in front of Tom Hanks like he wasn't that involved. How did they get access to Tom Hanks? It was at a book festival and Tom Hanks was presenting and she was in the front row. And then the guy was like, will you marry me? And Tom Hanks was just there. So I think Jacob should just have invited Tom Hanks to witness to witness the declaration. I think that's a good vibe. A lot of your ideas are Tom Hanks based this week. Catch me if you can. Oh, shit. You're so right. (laughs) Guys, he's omnipresent in society. He should be at the declaration. (laughs) Why would that have helped convince Bella? Like, you think she would have looked at Tom Hanks and been like, well, I don't want to disappoint him. He's Forrest Gump. Yeah. Like, Tom Hanks endorses this, you know, and he seems to have really good judgment. So not just have Tom Hanks witness, but have Tom Hanks endorse. I think it's a silent endorsement by his presence there. And if it starts to go sour, I'm sure Tom Hanks would switch sides and be like, yeah, I'll I'll fight him for you, Bella. (laughs) Tom Hanks is a very nice man, apparently. Yeah, he seems like it. Vanessa, what is your grand gesture? Okay, so Jacob picks up Bella and he takes her to a path and he says... I have set a location and he hands her a map and he says, I trust you to take us orienteering to this spot. And so she follows the map in the directions and the sun and the compass. And she finds the beautiful place in the woods where Jacob put on the map for them to go to. And there waiting for them is a golden retriever puppy holding a rose in his mouth And Jacob says, this golden retriever puppy is a symbol of how cute our children would be. I love you. Wow. Are you worried that she's going to get upset by like the, you know, we walk for a long time to get to a beautiful place in the woods thing? Like, is that not too close to Edward's meadow? No, I think it became a Jacob and Bella thing. And I think that it's actually a great place to show the difference between Jacob and Edward. Edward took her to a beautiful place by like carrying her on his back and like putting her in a baby carrier and like making her seasick and like doing all these annoying things. Whereas Jacob believed in her and was like, you can get places on your own two feet. I am going to be here to support you, but I trust in you. And then he's like, and also look how cute puppies are. I personally would be swayed by a golden retriever puppy, so I don't know why Bella wouldn't be. Yeah, and it's a symbol of how cute their half-human, half-werewolf babies would be. If I were Bella, I'd maybe get worried that I'd get pregnant with a litter, but, like, better than getting pregnant with a demon vampire baby. Wow. What an image. So go vote on Instagram either for Tom Hanks or a golden retriever puppy. It's a fair fight. Tom Hanks is arguably the human version of a golden retriever puppy. Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? 
Oh my gosh, Vanessa, I do have something in my Twilight Diary. We have not touched on the most interesting, arguably, passage in this chapter. Page 324. Bella says, It was childish, but I liked the idea that his lips would be the last good thing I would feel. Even more embarrassingly, something I would never say aloud. I wanted his venom to poison my system. It would make me belong to him in a tangible, quantifiable way. It's a metaphor for virginity. Oh my God. Oh, was that not what you were going to say? I was just so troubled by it that I didn't put that together, but I'm glad I posed it to you because you really knew. That is a thousand percent what it is. Everyone knows that men's semen is like venom and that you want it to be very special. The first person who puts their venom in you. Hey, I'm quoting the book, guys. You can't be grossed out. And that's why you don't want your boyfriend's dad to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Julia, I'm glad that you've homed in on this moment because is this her realizing that she's willing to marry him? Yeah, that was the whole point of my advice. In this chapter, she's like, oh, I just want to marry him. The only thing I'm worried about is telling Mike, Angela, and Jessica. See, I thought she was like, but I'm still worried about telling Mike, Angela, and Jessica, so it was unclear. But you think it is clear. Yeah, I think she does want it because she then says, I saw the same odd vision of Edward and me on a porch swing, wearing clothes from another kind of world, a world where it surprised no one if I wore his ring on my finger, a simpler place where love was defined in simpler ways. One plus one equals two, dot, dot, dot. Disturbs me that she thinks that there are circumstances in which one plus one does not equal two. Bella was on to alternative fact way before the rest of us were. <laughs> Anything else in your Twilight Diary? Yeah, I just wanted to confess there's a conversation in the chapter where Bella's like, I can join your fight. And I read 75% of that conversation thinking Bella was suggesting she join the fight as a human. <laughs> I was like, Bella, what are you going to do? With a gun? <laughs> and then Alice was like, we wouldn't have enough time to train you. And and even then, I was like, of course, she has no idea how to fight anyone. She can't move fast. She's full of human blood. Like, it's a disaster. She can't even hit a ball. Yeah. Does anybody yeah. else remember volleyball? It takes a long time to learn hand-to-hand combat. And, like, it took me so long. You know, this is Twilight Diary is the perfect place for this because admitting embarrassing moments is what diaries are for. Yeah. That's super embarrassing. What do you want to put in Bella's care package this week? So something occurred to me that I would really like, which is when I'm afraid something awkward is about to happen, I would love like a foghorn to like attack the person and run. Be like, I don't want to hear it. And so I want to send that to Bella because it seems like she does not want to hear this from Jacob. And so I think that she should be able to like blow the foghorn and run. That's so interesting you say that because mine is pretty similar. I want to get her like a bat signal to like put into the world and be like, Edward, I need a pickup. (laughs) She forgot her cell phone and so she cannot call him. And like she needs to do the foghorn, run, bat signal. Edward's going to come because like the whole situation is such a disaster. Yeah, I guess I sort of think airlifting shouldn't just be for emergencies in which your physical life is at stake. It shouldn't be for emergencies where your like awkward emotional life is at stake. Like you should be able to call emergency services and be like, I need a helicopter to get me out of here. 
someone is going to try to kiss me who I do not want to kiss me, but I like don't want to be mean. Please help. Yeah. And like a ladder should drop from the sky that you can just hold on to and it whisks you away. We talk about how we don't want to necessarily date a vampire, but like having (laughs) them summon and whisk you away in awkward situations, I think is extremely underrated as a as a reason to do it. Uh, I would call all the time. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think that Jacob is going to try to kiss Bella and it's going to be super awkward. Yeah. And as much as I think I hate the like long stories about one character, I actually hate awkward more. Do you think Bella's going to kiss him back? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, a magnetic pull from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are produced and edited by Ariana Nettleman, and this show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I nap no matter who's in the building. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com